It's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m. Good morning. What's up, it's Joe. This is Jordan. It's the 8 a.m. Shift. shift. What's up, dude? Nothing much, man. It's yeah, no, me neither. Really <laughs> it's really cold. I know, man. It's freezing. Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to remember like the last time it's been this cold. I feel like... Like you know, I've seen reports about like Chicago colder than Ant- <laughs> in parts of Antarctica and like yeah. Siberia, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I'm a cold guy. Like, I I love I love the cold. I don't I don't like the I like hate most of the summer, but it's pretty rough out there, man. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty brutal. Um, how's that? How's uh How's it been in Queens? <laughs> it's been all right. I mean, uh, I think the um. What's that app? Citizen, the Citizen app. <laughs> the Citizen app. Uh, yeah, it lets me know when, uh, you know, like, there's an explosion because of something, some wiring got frozen. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, God bless the FDNY <laughs> and EMS and all the first responders out there on a cold night like this. We The city cannot run without you. There you go. <laughs> Jordan said his piece. Um... Yeah, no, it's uh, it's freezing. I feel like it's because not much snow is falling, but like they've been dumping salt like crazy. Yeah, because I feel like they're like, you know, we can't be we can't be caught out there. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so now like the the, the sidewalks are like ash white, <laughs> but yeah. like nothing, no, like barely any snow right. is falling. Right. Although yesterday it was like in that like minor squall we had for like fifteen minutes. It was kind of crazy. That's uh, crazy, man. Uh, so um. What's up, man? Uh, let's see. So I went to the Schomburg Center a few weeks ago, and they had a one of the, they had a black comic expo, and I saw Greg Anderson Elize there. Oh! Uh, from a pre- who you may know <laughs> from a previous episode. Nice, nice. Um, they're going to do another one at BAM sometime in February. I think it's February 10th. Right. This may or may not come out before then, so my apologies. <laughs> um... And I also ran into a college friend, uh, Jamila Rouser, who did a Kickstarter for several, uh, several, I guess like, they're not really comic books, but like, you know, they're kind of like, I guess like self-funded, I mean, uh, crowdsourced, uh, not really, they're not really graphic novels, but they're like you know, illustrated panel books. Right, right. <laughs> or, <laughs> or graphic novels. Or graphic, right? <laughs> but it's not quite a graphic novel. There's, you know, there's not like, you know, a, a, a crazy guy with a Rorschach face. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only typographic novel. <laughs> that is the only one and only graphic no. novel. Um, uh, but she did something really nice. I asked her to sign. She has a um, she has a book called uh, Wobbledy 3000. Cool. And the elevator pitch is that it's supposed to be um, Insecure meets the fifth element. Ooh, nice. And I <laughs> you, I'm sold already. Right? I asked her to sign it uh, for the 8 a.m. shift, which she did. I haven't read it yet. Sorry, Jamila. But <laughs> if you get a chance, check her out. Google her. Uh, she's a great college buddy. Um, you should put a photo of it on the on a, our Instagram. Page. I absolutely will. And uh, we've been a little a little lacking on the Instagram page. Sorry, yeah. guys. But uh, that's cool, man. You got to see Greg. I yeah. saw him post about that that he was uh, at that event. But um, 
I, I couldn't like get out to see it, but that's that's cool that you got to check him check him out. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Um, you also mentioned to me that you were you listening to the, an incredible podcast about. Yeah, I actually just finished it. So um, I was. Uh, I realize you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> I am not a Patriots fan, as you know from our. Uh, Tom Brady, was it? Uh, <laughs> not Ted Bundy, but what's his name? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Tom Brady, Jeffrey Dahmer comparison, uh, which you can see on the uh, Instagram page, 8 a.m. show. Um, no, so actually, uh, another awesome podcast. Shout out to um, uh, My Favorite Murder. I was listening to that, and they, um, they spoke about... Um, this podcast on Aaron Hernandez, uh, who, if you're not familiar, was uh, the tight end for the uh, New England Patriots uh, from, if I remember correctly, 2015 or 2014, maybe to about 2016. And um, if you're not familiar, just like, you know, to long story short, like he was arrested for, for killing somebody um, and he ended up being convicted and then he uh, hung himself in prison uh, about a year or so ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this podcast was done by um, the Boston Globe, the Spotlight Writers. And it's like really like in depth, like uh, and it's an awesome listen. Like just speaking about Aaron Hernandez, his life, like a lot of the trials and tribulations that he went to growing up, that sort of led him into this like gang life. And then it also speaks about uh, which really came out uh, when he passed, but it did technically come out before uh, his homosexuality, and like uh, which a lot of people didn't know. And uh, it's like wild because you in the document, like not to give too much away, but like, <laughs> yeah, I think we know how this ends. We know how it ends. Uh, as, fucked up as it sounds. But. Yeah. Uh, I remember hearing that he had hung himself. Right. And I remember hearing that uh, there was like this supposed letter to like a, a yeah, gay yeah. lover, which yeah. has never actually been confirmed. That's never been confirmed. Uh, but. One thing that's wild that you find out in the the podcast, which is crazy, is that like two days before he died, um, this uh, writer who was, and I, I apologize, I'm not going to remember, remember her name. She was doing a book on Aaron Hernandez and she was doing a radio interview and she starts like talking about him being, you know, being gay or, or bisexual and kind of like joking about it, like her and the guys on the show. And if you know anything about like, prison life like being outed is is not good right because then the, like people are gonna like hunt you and, and come after you and so like two days after this like radio interview is when he hung himself which is like crazy to think about and then so the like the spotlight writers um they said they're not sure if he actually heard this interview but they know people in the prison heard the interview like the radio interview and uh, it's just wild. Like I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not doing a damn podcast. I'm not one of the spotlight writers, so I'm not gonna go into this whole thing. But I would highly recommend. Uh, it's called Gladiator, and it's like that Addy, uh, Aaron Hernandez story. It's done by Wondery, and it's like six episodes, uh, maybe each about an hour, a little less, and it's awesome. So I, I'd highly recommend it. Eight AM shift, highly recommend. By way of uh, my favorite murder, murder. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> that's my little spiel about that. But, uh, uh, 
What did you want to talk about? Well, first of all, everyone listening, I finally got Joe to watch The Punisher. It's finally happened. I've done it. Uh, not season two, because um, uh, I got busy, but I, I binged a nice chunk of season one. And I have to say, Punisher season one is pretty damn good. You got, I remember you and Mike, my brother, who's been on the podcast, uh, talking a lot about how like just kind of like engaging it is, how it doesn't, how it doesn't feel like a lot of filler. And I, I get what you're saying, man. Like it's, it's, it's pretty compelling. Yeah, I just see a man that has a code. <laughs> That's it. What's that code, Jordan? <laughs> no, I. It's weird because I think I I texted you about it. I was like, right. It's Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. It's the day of the Women's March, and here I am, at home, <laughs> watching a Netflix series about a white guy with an assault rifle <laughs> gun down all of it, all of his enemies, but. In all seriousness, though, the Punisher as a character, there's a he's really that intriguing, to be honest. And he's and I think um, it's an intriguing character, but it's also like a very misunderstood character because like oh yeah, because like this the Punisher symbol has been like co opted by like you know, uh, well one cops <laughs> uh but also like these also a group of misunderstood men and women that believe <laughs> things like courtesy professionalism and respect there you go <laughs> um but also like uh you know uh these these uh um, like militia guys militia guys that's the word i was also a misunderstood group of let me stop Right. <laughs> well, uh, and uh, I guess Chris Kyle had a, a big part. If uh, you're unfamiliar, uh, Chris Kyle is um, the, I guess he was a Navy SEAL, and he was the, the focal point of uh, American Sniper, the um, <laughs> Clint Eastwood film. And uh, his symbol was uh, the Punisher uh, logo. And I remember, like, seeing this, like, guy with a Punisher shirt and it said the legend and I was like that's awesome I need that shirt so I like looked it up and I may have actually said this on the podcast before but I looked this shirt up and I was like I gotta get this and it's, and it links me in the Punisher shirt with that says the legend is actually the Chris Kyle shirts and I was like oh man no I can't buy this damn shirt. Did you buy it or what man? <laughs> Jordan's on the edge of his seat I did not buy it because uh uh, I can't support that, <laughs> but uh, it's a cool shirt. Joe's man. like you, on the other hand, I, I don't know. I don't Jordan know probably has three. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the tattoo of like the. <laughs> he's a tattoo of, of a copyrighted trademark. Yes, design on his full back tattoo. Full back tattoo <laughs> with an American eagle on top of it. There you go. It's on the back of his head. If you shave Jordan's head, there's <laughs> a big American eagle there. Well, it's funny you should mention that because uh, I remember when I was texting you and Mike about it, uh, I came across this section in a Wikipedia page. Right. I don't know if you got a chance to read it, but it's a section on Wikipedia if you look up The Punisher uh, in popular culture. Ooh. <laughs> where, and I quote, it says, The Punisher skull emblem has become an icon within the Blue Lives Matter movement with many companies producing decals, stickers, and t-shirts featuring the Punisher emblem colored with the thin blue line or atop an American flag. In 2017, the Catlettsburg Police Department in Kentucky faced a public backlash after installing large decals with the Punisher skull and 
Blue Lives Matter on the hoods of police cars and remove the decals in response to public pressure. Citizens and police interpret it meaning differently. The police chief said, we're getting so many calls and they're saying that the Punisher logo means we're not out to kill people. And that's not what, that's not the meaning behind that. That didn't cross my mind. Punisher co-creator Jerry Conway has decried the use of the Punisher symbol by law enforcement saying, to me, it's disturbing whenever I see authority figures embracing Punisher iconography because the Punisher represents a failure of the justice system. The vigilante anti-hero is fundamentally a critique of the justice system, an example of social failure. So when cops put Punisher skulls on their cars or members of the military wear Punisher skull patches, they basically sides with an enemy of the system. Conway compares it to putting a Confederate flag on a government building. It sounds like someone had an awakening there. <laughs> Conway had an awakening. And I did read that when you sent it, by the way. I remember also responding. Conway, did the liberals get to you? <laughs> <laughs> the liberals got Conway. The liberals got Conway. Uh, no, but it, but it's kind. Of, it's true though. It's like people are misinterpreting that character, right? <laughs> like you, the fact it's true. Yeah, a cop puts a Punisher logo on their car or like on their you know bulletproof vest, and I'm kind. Of, I I would be worried if I saw that cop walking down the street. I'm just saying that now. Well, I can't really speak or co-sign necessarily everything in that Wikipedia entry, <laughs> but. I never really conflated the Punisher with law enforcement. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, I only say that because, I mean, I think there's this uh, romanticized vision of vigilantism right. oftentimes. And, you know, you can look back to a lot of the media that came out from, you know, the John Wayne era well into like the, you know, the Dirty Harry and right. uh, the Death Wish era too. So that's that's what I think of when people talk about vigilantism and the Punisher, and even the inspiration for the Punisher, also, I know, also kind of came from some of that. Right, it was like result. it birthed uh, out of that like whole scene. Right, yeah. right. But I can't speak for anything on that end from that little nugget of information from Wikipedia. <laughs> just saying, because you know, I know plenty of you know I've seen the Batman logo with the thin blue line, and that's pretty cool too. I haven't seen that one, <laughs> but that's not. I, don't, I was like, how do you do Batman? <laughs> um, yeah, because he, he totally backs the blue. You know, he, he supports Gotham PD. Just saying. He does do that. He does do that. I, I still got to read Gotham Central. It's supposed to be a good book. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Punisher Season 2. I haven't gotten it to yet, but like, tell me where you stand with Season 2. Mm, my ultimate consensus on season two is that it starts off really fun and then kind of ends. Like you and Mike were raving in the beginning of season two. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, there's all these great quotes too. There's this great scene where um, Punisher actually has a moment where he's like, you know, kids these days, they don't appreciate anything. Right? <laughs> and I got to find the quote. But yeah, it's Clint Eastwood moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's like, yeah, that's what I like to hear, you know. <laughs> No reason. It just sounds funny. <laughs> You're an old guy. Um, who else? There's yeah. I mean, the 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 villain in it. One of the I guess one of the villains in it, uh, who is based loosely on the Mennonite character, right? Uh, has an interesting story. 
But like I said, it, it ends kind of on a flat note, in my opinion. And you were saying, so do you think it ends on this flat note? Um, and again, I haven't seen it, but uh, Jordan was telling me a little before we started rolling. Um, do you think it ends that way because they basically know like it's going to be done? And if you're just like real quick to recap, like Marvel shows are pretty much like being canceled on Netflix because like Disney's starting their own streaming service and all that. So like, do you think like... That's kind of why it ends the way it ends. I think I think it is, and it's not it's not as obvious. But basically, when you get to the last two or three episodes, right, you start wondering where it, it's going, and then when it ends the way it does, um, you're like, well, like why does it end like that? Right. And then if you think back, like, hey, they probably were wrapping this all up while they were getting the announcements that. This is likely not going to come back. Right. That's you know that 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 if I had to guess is the reason why. Right. You know. It's funny. To, it kills me because this is the best iteration of uh, Punisher that we've seen on any screen. Let's yeah. say. And it I kill- still do like the Dolph Lundgren one though. Hey, listen, everyone loves Dolph Lundgren, but, but listen, uh, the the one with uh, Ray Stevenson. It's awful, but I love it. But if we're being honest, this is the best. Punisher we've seen on the screen and yeah. it, it, Lieberman <laughs> Lieberman <laughs> uh, it it does kill me a little bit that we're probably because it hasn't been announced yet that this that Punisher is going to be cancelled but it's like basically going to be cancelled and it kills me that that's going to happen because I feel like they've got at least another two three seasons to like kind of like you know, give us give a, give us a little more Punisher, right? And the thing is, though, too, is that it makes you wonder if uh, maybe Marvel didn't take more gambles trying to just create more separate universes right. out of all their franchises. I mean, listen, this to be honest, like Frank Castle or Frank Castiglione. <laughs> shout out to all the Italian Americans. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, the, Jordan, who, who served in the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> um. He doesn't fit within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't know, even know which actor. I he know, absolutely does not, not fit. You know, into. <laughs> yeah. um, not, and not even just because of the dark nature of the character, but um, the tone and what, it, like, the, the, like I said, the inspiration for it just completely would have nothing to do with anything in right. the Marvel Universe. I mean, I would even go as far as to say that even though he's already been, even though Ghost Rider has already been incorporated into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. There's a reason why you don't see Ghost Rider in any of the, the movies, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, he's like a guy that makes a pack with, uh, with, with a demon and... <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we haven't even gotten to that point yet with uh, with the MCU. People making packs with demons. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess. So more or less a vigilante, uh, you know, white male anti-hero with bunch of assault rifles and uh, um, covert operative level training probably doesn't, you know, have a whole lot to offer when it comes to like, you know, people disappearing randomly at right. the snap of a finger from a, you know, galactic uh, uh, being. being that, you know, assembled all of the, you know, infinity stones. They just <laughs> just like hearing Infinity Stones and like Punisher, they just don't go together. I know, right? It's it, yeah, they, they, the world they just were never going to work. Like you yeah. were never going to be put be able to put Punisher in 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. and the fact that like and we've, we've mentioned this before and I'm, you know sorry if it sounds like a retread but it's like the fact that like the the Netflix Marvel shows like they tried to yeah somehow put it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe always felt like a big mistake to me yeah they should have done the DC move and like had the TV shows and the Cinematic Universe yep. and that's it no, I agree um and part of me is like you know maybe they'll just let Punisher you know go <laughs> and let him do his thing and let that stay on on um Netflix but I wish they would I mean he, honestly he's like the only character who he, like He's not a hard sell. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? it's it's like the same reason why Mark Wahlberg does like some type of hardcore like badass movie every year. It's like Mark Wahlberg, for all I know, could be like an Obama thumping liberal crat. For all I know, right? <laughs> he is but not, he, but he could be. <laughs> but he wakes up and he's just like, you know what? My revenue streams come from <laughs> Middle America and making Peter Berg movies. <laughs> I know Peter Berg. Deepwater Horizon's good. I'm, I'm, I'm no, but Peter put Berg, that out there. Peter Berg, I, I follow him on Instagram. Yes, I follow Peter Berg on Instagram. <laughs> what is wrong, Jordan? <laughs> and I know he's like also about like Second Amendment uh, um, refor uh, reform. <laughs> so maybe Peter Berg should make a Punisher. Maybe put it like this. If Peter Berg got the rights to, to Punisher on Netflix... I would support it. I don't know if I could because he made Hancock. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. <laughs> that movie sucks. Yeah, um, he also made um, Battleships. Ugh, that's right. right. He did do Battleship. It, the funny thing is, is I don't hate all of Peter Berg's movies, but he's made some crap, dude. Battleship being probably the uh, the top of that, that crap heap. Well, I support the U.S. Navy, so... <laughs> <laughs> you, support, uh, you support Rihanna's acting in that yes, movie? Yes, <laughs> I, I do. Uh, Rihanna's a patriot. <laughs> but if you go, but if you look at some of his other, like, I really like Deepwater Horizon. I thought he did a good job with that film. Um, I remember I was like, I started that on a plane and uh, it kept like cutting out like <laughs> towards the end of the plane ride. But uh, I remember like maybe I had like 30 minutes left or something and I was like, I got to see the rest of this movie. Like, and when something does that to me, and I'm not saying this thing's like a masterpiece, but it was just like thrilling and compelling enough to like make me want to see the rest of it. Um, and then I think it was on like Netflix or something, but it's a good movie. And he's done some other, other good flicks, but no, I don't want him to touch Punisher because then it'll just become like, did he do 13 Shrew? What was the last one he did with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, I can't even remember. It's something bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, Punisher, he just, but to go back, he just, he would have never fit. And it's just like everything they're doing right now with, um, with like where the MCU is going and sort of, I guess, the next phase, like he's, you know, you can't slot Punisher in there. So I just, I feel, I'm hoping that they're just kind of like, we'll let that one live on Netflix and let them do what they want with it. Yeah, I think the thing for me with Punisher is that there's a lot of like uh, apparel marketing opportunities there. I mean, look, like that's the skull, skull logo is like the dopest logo, man. Like I mean, everybody loves it. I mean, think about it. It's been co-opted by everyone from you know, <laughs> like, like I mean, the fire department sometimes <laughs> exactly, co-opts it. Like, yeah, you know, it's like anything that's like a thin something line, right? 
So <laughs> anything that's a thin line. Yeah, man. I mean, remember I told I told remember I think I texted you one day about like uh, there's a, there's not just the thin blue line. There's also the thin red line, which is like EMS and right. f- f- you know fire department. Then there's the thin gold line, which is for like nine one one dispatch. And then there's like the thin. Is that true? Yeah, the thin gold line is the, there's the thin gray line, which is for corrections officers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like the thin green line. I, I seem to know a lot about this. This is kind of crazy. I'm <laughs> reeling so much about. If you're a listener, you're probably like probably baffled right now. You're like, how do you know so much about like uh, uh, Americano? I'm like, because I love America. That's why. And Just, Wikipedia. And, <laughs> and the Punisher. And the Punisher. Um, and yeah, the thin green line, which is for uh, like a. Uh, Federal, it's like federal law enforcement, border patrol, and really, yeah, and also like um, this is gonna sound a little crazy, but uh, like uh, like wildlife and parks. Which one is that? Like the thin brown line? No, no, that's no thin green line. Because oh, okay, it sounds a little crazy, but if you think about it, like if you have to do a search and rescue in like Yosemite, no, it's true, it's pretty hardcore. It's not like you know, Central Park. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right like, like, like yo i need help i'm like oh check his instagram page check his insta, check, <laughs> check his check his insta snatch snaps and like see see where he's at you know but um <laughs> you know like if you go to like yosemite or like a real like uh well-known uh outdoor you know a real, real well-known like tourist spot that's like right. probably like not particularly great with uh mobile communication well if you went to yosemite any time within the last like two three weeks you probably saw a giant crap heap and and not a public servant to be found right yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh it sounded like it was it was like thunderdome at the national parks the last few weeks man I remember like every report I was reading. It was like, yo, what is happening? It was like literally within the first week of the government shutdown, people were like going crazy in these in these national parks. It was like they had been waiting to do it. Like they cut down like trees that shouldn't have been cut down and they like drove their RVs like into spaces they shouldn't have driven. And I was like, they were just waiting, like literally like on the edge of their seat, like government's going to shut down any day now. And I'm like, how do these people just like band together so quickly and like cut down national forests and ride their RVs through this? I don't know, man. <laughs> um. So yeah, support the thin green line. <laughs> if you back uh, to the point, yeah, right. If uh, if you have a chance, uh, I don't know if they have Punisher logos with the thin green, especially line. since they're not getting paid. Well, it shutdown's done now, but well, you know, for the time being, but they weren't getting paid right. for you know two three weeks, right? So where was I going with this? I don't know. I, I messed you up, man. I, um, threw, I took you off course. No, nah, but I th- I think um yeah. So the iconography that logo is like pretty powerful. I mean, look. Even, uh, you know, we talked about Big Pun on a previous episode, right? Right. And, you know, the guy was rocking, you know, the Punisher logo in his key art because Big Pun, the Punisher, right? It's just, it's such a simple but, like, good logo. It's just the skull, you know? Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, like, I don't... And the thing is, like, they created all these other elements, too, that around his character that I think spoke highly or... I mean, it's not spoke highly, but spoke greatly to the character. I mean... He's Frank Castiglione. He's an Italian American right. from, from New York. <laughs> he served in the United States Marine Corps. You know, like that goes a long way in like Decker Heights and Staten Island. Right. I have to say, one of the things that I actually for season one, I can't really speak for season two, but one of the things that I did appreciate with season one 
was how it touches on uh, PTSD and like the stuff that like a yeah. lot of these soldiers go through, which you know. You think, all right, I'm just going in to watch some comic book fluff. And, you know, parts of it are, obviously, because you're going to get that. But uh, the way it touches on that subject matter, I actually thought, I remember being like, wow, like, it's, it's, I'm glad that they decided to use this platform to also address, yeah. like, this issue that's, that um a lot of our men and women in the armed forces are having right now. Yeah, no, they, they, I, I one thing I will say, they're very, they're very good at, um, the first season, they're really good at that. Um, I mean, there's parts of the first season that are a little... It's not perfect. Know, but yeah, I mean, like, you could just go on a subreddit full of trolls and kind of decipher some of this, too. Right. You know? Oh, I'm sure, like, people have, like, bro, we should, like, do a, like, retcon episode and just, like, <laughs> like find all these reddits where people just, like, break down every part of Punisher. Yeah, and, right. Like, why they... Well, even like, hated. <laughs> like I mean, like, look, they they took they did all the right things. A like, guy with PTSD. There's like a, um, I mean, I don't want to, you know, spoiler warning. You could, I guess you could spoil season one. Like, it, there's mm-hmm. one guy who, um, come to find out, he wasn't in the armed forces, but he's going around spreading all these like right wing conspiracies. Right, right, right. Um, you'll know, you'll remember him because if you watch The Wire, he was also in The Wire, mm-hmm. and. You know, like, they, there's a classic part where they're, like, you know, I think they're, like, protesting in front of, like, the Bronx courthouse. <laughs> right, together. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, him and this guy that has PTSD. So there's, like, a lot of good elements like that. There's even this great part. Um, uh, there's this great part where Frank Castle's with his kids. It's, like, a flashback moment. He's with the kids. His son says something that's problematic. <laughs> um, Jordan's and, favorite and word. And they're in front of the Statue of Liberty. And he just wigs out on his son, like, don't you ever say that? <laughs> right? And it's like, yo, the guy that, you know, this covert ops, like, Marine guy is right, just, like, right. standing up for, uh, you know, you know, people in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can say it. He, he, the kid, like, he refers to someone as a towel head, right? Yeah. And, and he immediately, like, snaps at him, which I thought was also great because, like, you know, you'll have, like, all these, like, yokels, like, watching Punisher, like, he's one of us, you know? Militia, you know? And, you know, and then the, the fact that, like, they make sure to be, like, all right, like, Punisher isn't that. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a wise Punisher's movie. a liberal. <laughs> the the liberal. The the snowflakes got to Punisher. <laughs> what is our world coming to? <laughs> nah, I uh, nah, I agree. Um, come to think of it, let me think of some of the best quotes I heard from Punisher from one and two. You know, you guys talk about honor, loyalty. Did you know it was Frank who killed Zoo by year? There was no honor in that. All this, you're taking the Mustang? Always by American. A castle wouldn't have killed a cop. Oh, that right. Has he ever? Castle's got a code. Castle's got a code. Call me old fashioned. I don't work with Russians. On your knees. Yeah, so The Punisher has nothing but words of wisdom. Those are some gems. Those are some absolute <laughs> gems. Um, 
the more Reagan-esque, the more likely <laughs> is I'll get a tattoo of it on, on, on me at some point. There you go. Uh, Jordan five. was saluting through half of those, just so you guys know. <laughs> you know me so well, Joe. I do. <laughs> um, anyway, um, do you have any like last sort of uh, pearls of wisdom for people? Uh I don't even <laughs> other than watch Punisher. <laughs> yeah, watch Punisher. Don't believe anything you read on Wikipedia. It's like the it's 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 questionable <laughs> because you never know which liberals ed, like edited it. Joking, not joking, but like sort of joking. <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I recommend it. I think it's a good watch. You know, if you're you're laying around, you're like, I need to start something. I'd say check out Punisher. Yeah, good. and if you want, it like, is pretty violent. So, like, if if that's gonna like bother you, don't watch it. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I found it pretty entertaining, man. Yeah, uh, I think that's another one, man. I think that is, man. Cool. Uh, Again, you know, uh, I said this in the last episode, but sorry we've been away. We're trying to put out some more here for you for, uh, I guess, technically season two. But um, check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram yep. and, uh, you know, like, subscribe, do whatever, all the things people always beg you to do. <laughs> yeah. And if you see John Bernthal, tell him we love him. Yes. Tell him specifically that the 8 a.m. shift loves him. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, shifters out. out. It's 8 a.m.